When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's going on, Wild Black family? This is Vince. Listen, we got a ton of new listeners from the Apple Podcast feature. We're excited about that, but I wanted to give you a heads up. If you're tuning into this episode, this is part two, a continuation episode. So you won't get the guest introduction. You won't get our initial banter back and forth. So if this is your first time listening, hop out, go hit up HBCU Love Part 1 so you can get the real feel of what Wild Black is about. Then come back to Part 2 and enjoy it. But check out the whole catalog. There's a whole lot of dope information. Peace. So in a world where everybody is smart and special, nobody is. Correct. So teach your children to embrace the things that are different. Be strategic about their strengths. Be strategic about the type of programs you put your kid in throughout their journey and the type of apprenticeships and the type of professionals, the type of clubs and organizations and the scholarships will come. If you just focus on the dollar in anything in life, Mm -hmm. you miss the entire point. So that's the one thing that just bothers me to know in. And I'm like clear, like I am not the scholarship lady and I am not the financial aid expert. My role is to help you be strategic about getting your children from kindergarten to college. Period. 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 Welcome to Wow Black. A seriously opinionated podcast, bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while Black. If Black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all-Black everything. Well, listen, so you you help parents help their children, yes. right? Yes, yep. So I know... In any business, right, there are times where you absolutely want to scream, mm-hmm. right? There are frustrations, there are hindrances. So in what you do, what is the one thing you wish you could fix and make parents stop doing? Either they misunderstand it, they overlook it, they get it wrong. What's the one thing that you think you could tell all parents to truly help them better help their children? Other than stop procrastinating and be strategic, stop overly analyzing this whole scholarship rat race. People are so focused on scholarships. Where the scholarships at? How can my baby how can my baby get a scholarship? Scholarship, scholarship, scholarship. Okay, yes, that is important. 
However, we all know the statistics or the numbers when it comes to everybody chasing something. There are not enough scholarships, especially full rides, to go around for all the students that want to go to college wherever. Mm-hmm. In a world where everybody, in the world of Google and Siri, everybody maybe is smart. I don't think I met a high schooler yet didn't have at least a 3.5. I haven't. I just haven't. I'm yep. sure. When I was in high school, we had 2.456789s. I have not met nobody's baby who got less than the 3.0. I would mm. be like for real. I'm with and you. And 3.5 is, is great, right? So in a world where everybody is smart and special, nobody is. Correct. So teach your children to embrace the things that are different. Be strategic about their strengths. Be strategic about the type of programs you put your kid in throughout their journey and the type of apprenticeships and the type of professionals, the type of clubs and organizations and the scholarships will come. If you just focus on the dollar in anything in life, Mm -hmm. you miss the entire point. So that's the one thing that just bothers me to know. And I'm like clear, like I am not the scholarship lady and I am not the financial aid expert. My role is to help you be strategic about getting your children from kindergarten to college, period. Same thing with organizations. A lot of organizations want consultants or coaches who can help them get parents to the money. You want someone who's able to support parents so that they understand how to support their children's academic pursuits. That's what you want. And then everything else will fall into place because then you'll be at the right place at the right time. You'll be in the right pool. You will understand things that you never understood because now you're open to understanding. That's the one thing, parents. I could, man, I, I, I could wholeheartedly agree with that. How come y'all motherfuckers Everybody's ain't sweating? I'm hot as fucking <laughs> What you doing? You got a light on you? Dude, I don't know what the shit is going you, you on. I know. On your, on your <laughs> check talking? this out. Jesus. Everybody's kid is not brilliant. Everybody's kid is not brilliant. And and that's what I tend to hear is like, oh, yeah, my son or daughter is so amazing. Yeah, everybody think that. They got a 3.8, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? And so does everybody else. Correct. Like, every, I don't, like, that's the new thing. Like, everybody has these really high GPAs no. that don't mean shit. But guess what? It doesn't mean shit because right. when you look at college websites or university websites, and I'll wait. Google your local research one institution, which typically is, that's for okay, we're in Georgia. So Georgia would be the University of Georgia. Let's say you're in Carolina, it's UNC Chapel Hill. They Real don't quick, tell, tell them what a research okay, one. Yeah. So, a re- excuse me, a research one institution is an institution that focuses on research. So, the rigor involved in a student that attends a research one institution is going to be high out the gate. Those institutions typically want to scale off the top. 10 to 20% of the graduating class, and they expect students to have a really strong level of comprehension and a really strong level of academic aptitude for success. Your state comprehensive institutions will be your state universities. So in Georgia, it will be your Georgia State. In North Carolina, it'll be your NC State, right? Um, And then you have your highly selective institutions, not to be confused with your Ivy League institutions, but most of these things all relate to how high they scale off of the student's um, ranking. And so the the more um, selective the institution, 
the um, lower the acceptance rate. So Harvard has an acceptance rate of less than 5%. So that means 95% of the students who apply will be rejected. Mm. University of Miami, I think their acceptance rate might be like 30%. So that's what, like, what? 70% of the students that apply won't get in. So you need to know these things. But the point about the GPA and the smartness is this. Institutions do not post what the GPA requirements are to get into their school. I did not know that. They're not going to tell you the GPA. They're not going to tell you what your child's ranking should be. And they're not going to tell you what the SAT or ACTC score would be. Now, a lot of HBCUs will tell you that, but that's a whole different thing. Back to the point. So with that said, what you do is you go to these institutions' website, you look at their admissions profile for the year prior to see who they actually admitted and what was what was the profile for admissions. So knowing that will let you know if your child has a chance this year because the game is we want to get smarter students every year. What, what will they see when they look so at the profile? So when you go there, the you prior. will see... Last year, we accepted students who had an average SAT score of a 1,600 to a 1,400. If your baby has a 950, you probably do not want to look at that institution, right? Mm. Because they're probably not going to get in. You, It's the strategic thing. Now, I'm not saying don't apply. I'm just saying right. you know that. It will tell you the demographics of the students. It will tell you where the students came from. It will tell you how many AP courses, IB curriculum. You do that so you can get a feel for what these colleges have on their wish list because they have a wish list. So that's why I tell parents, be concerned about perfecting your baby's strengths in whatever that is and then identifying the college that wants it. That's how you make sure your kid goes somewhere where they're wanted and somewhere where they will do well. I I love that. Mm. For the parents listening who are in that right now, Where do you where do you get the profile information? Is it the website? It's is it the a website. College visit? It is public information. Okay. It is definitely on the website. And it is a tricky little thing. And of course, I do this every day, but it is on the website. Oftentimes you can go to the institution search box mm-hmm. and type in admissions profile or go directly to the institution's admissions landing page. And there you can see under the FAQs, right. they'll have like a PDF, but normally institutions put it in a PDF form because it's many pages of the document. So you can find that there. It is public information. Now, I'm glad you said the college visit. Another thing I want to tell parents of color, the college visit is very important. The college visit is not your time to figure out all the Greek letter organizations on campus. (laughs) It is not your time to find out how pretty the campus is. It is not dads, your time. it is not your time <laughs> to talk about the little, it's pedophilia first off, dads. It is not your time to admire with your son. This is not your, this is not your lane, sir. Straighten up. Okay, I'm sorry about that. That's right. This is not your, this is your time to find. Our- At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Kelly, they will get your ass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your parents. Listen up. The college visit is important. A lot of us get on the, the bandwagon of letting them go with the local church group and youth group and this boys and girl club and all that is cute and everything. But when the rubber meets the road, you all need to make a special trip about business to the institutions that your babies have identified as their top choice. Here's a little star note for you all. By the time your kid is in, I would say eighth grade, really, you should have already identified at least 10 schools that they would love to attend. Period. By the time they're 18? <laughs> by the time they're in the eighth grade. We got a list. Oh, it's, by the time they're yes, in eighth grade. Yes, by the 10. time they're in the eighth grade, eighth you should have a list of the top 10 schools they would not mind going to. We got to by wife. then, you should also know what profession that. your child is leaning towards. Now, here's a little. Um, tip. Don't talk to your kids in majors. What do you want your major to be? And what do you want your major to be? They don't know what the heck that means. Yeah. People in college don't know what that means. That's what why are they, they interested major in? What do you like times. doing? You know, what do you want to do when you grow up? And when I say that to youth, they always pause in their tracks. Dr. O, no one's ever asked me that. What do you want to do? Once they tell you what they want to do, you are the adult that refines it into yeah. what that box is that they would right, check off right. with what they want to do. So eighth grade, middle school is a time to identify what are they good at and what do they want to do with life, with the rest of their life. But it's also a time for you to start looking for them to know the top 10 schools. Now, when you get in the ninth grade, college visit starts in the ninth grade. It does not start in senior, senior year, okay? Senior and junior year is, no. You should be every year, ninth grade, 10th grade, even 11th grade, you should have started checking off those schools on that top 10. So by the time your kid gets to, I would say, the 11th grade, you have three great, great schools. You have your target school, you have your reach, and you have your safety. And that's how white admissions officers talk. You remember that, that college scandal where they're paying this man $15,000 to be their educational coach? That's how they talk. What is your target school? Meaning, what's the school that you're targeting, right? A school you have a pretty good chance of getting into right? What is your safety school? That's a school you know you can get into with your eyes closed. And what is your reach school? That's a school that, man, it depends on how Jesus, Jesus is feeling that day. You know, Lord, Lord, feel like blessing me, mama. I'm gonna get in, you know? So right. those are the three things you should know by your junior year. High school, it's a way to do high school. I talk about it in my book, Parenting for College. Every grade, there is something for you to be focused on for that entire year, and it ain't scholarships. Okay, so before before you go further, I want mm -hmm. I want to do a couple of things. Yes. One, tell them the book again, and, yes. and tell them where they can get it because mm -hmm. you you hit them yes. with information. So yes. I want that to be clear. So all of this information is in the book. The book is called Parenting for College. Parenting for College. It is available on Amazon, and you can actually buy it on my website. DrSonyaOcoli.com. You know you got to spell that for the Oh, people. sure. It is D-R-S 
O-N-Y-A-O-K-O-L-I dot com. The book link is there. Let me tell y'all something. When it came to them dollars, she got clearer <laughs> than a... <laughs> <laughs> Them words was uh, it is W W W. That's three W's dot, not D O T. The button. Period. <laughs> she got clear. Look, I run me my, my money. <laughs> I have learned my lesson from my executive no, producer, who was sitting next to me. My real talk, it, it was someone mm-hmm. trying to write it down. They were they were grateful That's that right. you took that approach. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So, Absolutely. talk the book. You also said. Being strategic, junior high, middle school, you're watching, learning what your children are mm-hmm. gifted in, yes. learning what they're interested in, mm-hmm. so that by the time they are in eighth, ninth, tenth grade, you're helping to push them into the areas yes. where they can shine. Yes. You're using your information and your experience to help understand the things that they're interested in, what they need to be better at in order to create careers down the line, yes. correct? And yes, good, that's good. that's what you're doing because the goal is for them to graduate from kindergarten because everybody is happy when their babies wear their low kindergarten graduation outfits and college. Everybody's talking about getting in, but nobody's talking about getting out. The graduation rates across the board at all institutions, not just black ones, they're not 100%. Right. I know at UGA, the graduation rate was 85% when I was there. Harvard is like 98, 99. So again, everybody's not graduating college. Right. And if you look at the students that are graduating college into gainful employment, gainful employment is a real word. And that means you are working at a job that supports your lifestyle, mm-hmm. that includes your student loan debt. Because a lot of people have student loan debt, they graduate from college, and they don't have jobs that are going to support their ability Mm -hmm. to repay. All of these things go back to you being strategic and planning appropriately all along the way. If you were in school for medicine or psychology and you are now actively (laughs) earning money as an underwater basket weaver, you need to change this shit. You got to do something different. I'm just saying. Your strategy didn't right. That, but right. that's something that white Americans have mastered, and that is really pulling their children along the way and connecting them with people who know more than them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we have, you know, our counterparts. There's Those children are doing apprenticeships when they're in elementary school. Yeah. My dad is a meteorologist. I've been going to his job since I was two. You know, my dad is an attorney, and so I'm an attorney because everybody will do well when they dream something that they see. So if I dream of being something and the vision is clear, and this is biblical, right? The vision can be clear when you feel like I can do it because someone before me who looks like me, who cares about me, they did it. Yeah. And so when we talk about upper middle class black folk, that's how many of our children are sitting in private schools. And many of our children have gotten those full rides because we have access. And so, and sometimes even when you have money, you don't have access. You can be a rich mofo and have zero access. Steve Harvey talks about that all the time. The good old boys club, mm-hmm. you know, the, the jock and jills, the jack and jills, you know, like all these things are access points. Mm-hmm. And so you have to understand what those things are. But the point is, back to the point about college, so many people focus on getting in and not getting out. There's a way to do college. I talk about that in the book, too. And like I said before, college is more is more than going to college, picking a major, taking classes, and that's it. 
You have to make sure you are doing study abroad. You have to make sure you're talking to faculty members. You're mm-hmm. doing, you're like, it's, it's the world. Like doing college is like selling yourself. It's a, it's a brand. You're a brand when you're on these college campuses, right? The students who leave there and they have jobs set up before they even print out their commencement invitations, they worked for that ish. Mm-hmm. Even if they white, their parents mm-hmm. set it up to where every summer they was doing this, 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 and that. If you don't, no, I don't feel sorry for you. Hustle game got to be strong, especially while black. Amen. Say that. Say that. Hustle game got to be strong, most especially while black. Yeah. And that's the difference. So I want to dig into a that's couple of things you said real quick. The first, when you said study abroad, that does not mean if you are in school in Georgia, going to Texas <laughs> to work or study. That is not what she's talking about. No, international. Just but you know what? How about this? be clear. What happened, even when I was working with institutions um, that were, uh, period, black or white, a lot of students don't do study abroad because they don't have a freaking passport. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how many black people don't have passports? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have friends who, the first time they got a passport is when, was, is when we were planning our 30th vacation. You said we went to jail. What? Oh. Right. When jail. they went to Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, what type of jail you need to... What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> passports. But people don't realize that getting a passport also is something that's about access. Yeah. Right? And so my kids have passports with stamps in them. Right? They got their first stamp when they were one. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because my husband and I right. are those people who you got your have crab earned this place. privilege. <laughs> yes. Right? You have earned privilege and earned access. But Her sometimes... still in the air. Still um, right. Y'all got to see me right now. You got to feel me. This if you don't have no passport, right that's the professor. That's the academic. So get it oh, twisted. And it looks serious, too. I'm like, so, because like, that bothers me. Mm-hmm. That so many kids miss opportunities because of something as simple as $125 in a passport. Because yeah. if you what? If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. That's it. That's the theme today. That's the theme. That's, that's the life, theme. man. To, I want you to go a little bit deeper on... I'm work on me hitting my fucking... <laughs> <laughs> You get them fingers right. <laughs> seen that. That make the point stronger. Right. Because you can, then you're not you doing can, the black woman around. finger yeah. pointing. You doing you doing that because yeah, everything you, you oh, know is in the tip man, of my fingers. fingers. So you brought up college tours. Yeah. And college tours should not start in senior year. No. Ninth grade, maybe even eighth grade, right? Right. So, what is the difference in a college tour for a and ninth a grader? Visit. Yeah, college visit, college tour, what the fuck it is. And, 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 and they are not the same, but go ahead. Ninth mm-hmm. grader versus a 10th grader yes. versus a 12th grader. That's right. And, and really, break down college tour versus college Absolutely. visit, too. Absolutely. When you're doing a college visit... Get your fingers up. Your fingers. <laughs> put my, my fingers up. Let me get my shoulders together. I just need a glass of wine, and I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. When you Can't are doing... <laughs> I'm hitting them with riddles and rhymes. Yeah, I see you. But a college visit and a college tour. So when you're touring the institution, you are going there as a tourist, a sightseer, right? Gotcha. You know? And you know, what do you do when you sightsee? Walk around, take pictures, Rock, look at shit. That's right. Yeah, you, yeah. you just walk around taking pictures. Yeah, you on vacation. Right. You're looking at statues You're looking for shit. fun. You're looking for vacation. When you're visiting someone, think about when you go to somebody. You're getting you intimate. visit them. Yeah. You are like visiting, that. right? And so 
I never when somebody about comes to before. visit, it's think about that's right. I think I'm the wordsmith, okay? Yeah. Think about when somebody comes to visit your house, right? Yeah. When somebody comes to visit, you roll out the red carpet. Right. Everybody walking around the house cleaning up. You got your good music going. You dusting things your ass ain't never dust before. You moving mm. the refrigerator. Right. You know you cleaning for real when you move the refrigerator. Mm. You're picking up furniture, the vacuum. You are rolling out the red carpet. So when you go to an institution on a college visit, the intent is that you're coming near for business. You're coming near to get information, right? And you're treated as such. You can get baby lectures done. They can in- introduce you to faculty members. Mm. You can eat ca- in the cafeteria. You can really get the behind the curtains information that you're not going to see when you're driving by on that tour bus. Because remember, you on tour, you on the bus. Oftentimes, you they stop so you can do what? Take a picture. Mm-hmm. There's not so many places on that tour that you get to actually get out and go in and post up. But when you're on a college visit, the intent for the institution and for you is this is something that I'm taking. I'm seriously considering being at your institution. There are things and questions that we have to know in order to make our decision. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. You're treated differently, you feel differently, and you walk away with information. So college tour, you just show up. You showing up. You walk and you look. College visits, you're reaching out to someone. And you're planned. So who do you reach out to? Right. So a lot of times people go, they try, parents think the best time to do these things is in the summer. That is the absolute worst time. Ain't nobody in college in the summer. Let me tell you something. The professors is gone. They on vacation. The only students that are there is the ones who want to take summer school and mm-hmm. they are had to take summer school. Let me right. say that. Not right. Right. Yep. So you're not getting anything, right? So the best time is fall. This time of the year, right now, which is why you got to plan ahead. So you contact either the, either the, well, typically you contact recruiting or admissions. Okay. Um, unless you got an inside scoop. And it's parents who work at institutions or got homegirls and homeboys and frat brothers and soras at places and they don't reach out to them. You know, you can do that. Because people that are on the inside can take you on a tour of a different sorts, right? So, you, of course, the average Joe Schmo, reach out to admissions, let them know that you want to do some type of um, college visit. Um, Period. And, you know, do that. And I know there are some opportunities out there for students when you get closer to, like, your junior and senior year where there are sponsorship opportunities where colleges will pay you to come there. You know, if you're a student that can't afford it, like, say your baby wants to go to Chicago and you live in Florida, you know, there are opportunities to receive funding to Mm -hmm. go to these places. Um, And the reason why you need to start early is because because some institutions actually start recruiting Sophomore year. Mm. Let me stop there. So, for example, I had a student that wanted to go to the United States Military Academy, West Point. Mm -hmm. West Point is a school that you apply to as a sophomore in high school. So all my parents that have ROTC people out there, students who are really strong about going into going to a military institution, those military institutions, for example, they start recruiting early and they have a mandatory college visit where you go two or three times before you even get there for a weekend or for a week. So parents need to start approaching <laughs> academic careers yes. much like we do our athletic. Uh, 
Can we say that one more time? That's another thing I wanted to say, but I didn't want to be messy. Yeah, be now, messy. Go okay, ahead. I'm be hey, messy. if you got to be messy to make these folks better, be messy. You know, okay, the, messy keep sometimes. that same energy you have for little boo boo on the on the freaking uh, rec team and the football traveling and the basketball traveling. Ooh, the keep that course. same energy for your baby's academics. Okay, that's it. I love that because a lot of us are spending thousands of dollars on these rec le on these leagues, these soccer leagues and basketball leagues and football leagues, and we finding the money for that, but you can't find no money for your baby to get up to doggone NYU to go visit. Yeah. So keep that same energy. It is that serious because that's what white folks been doing. So that's stop the hating right there. on them. Stop hating on, you know, Becky's kids for getting into so-and-so and so-and-so because it's work. You don't just submit an application and throw it up to Jesus. It's work. <laughs> no, you don't. But the Lord said faith without work is dead. I'm mm. just saying, mm. you know? So yeah, it's it's a method to this crap. And especially when you're talking about your smart babies. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about your son being super duper smart, my heart goes out to a lot of students of color who are super duper smart. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes there is this false sense of security that you're going to be all right, mm -hmm. no matter what you do. You still got to work for and it. And that is, that is so... It's probably harder for yeah. them. And I think that's important for both the student and the parent to get because that. Because the parents of smart children often don't have a clue of the resources that are out there mm -hmm. for their kid. And they focus a lot on their kid knowing what they should know. And if you are a kid that is black, that is super smart, you are probably discriminated against and hated on more than the average kids. Because let's keep it real. There are still people that are sitting in our kids' school as teachers and principals and guidance counselors who don't look like us, mm -hmm. who do not mean your child no good. Mm -hmm. And if you don't it even know... It actually may know, mean them harm. Exactly. Many mean them harm. Yes, they harm. mean them no good. And many of them know that you don't know. Mm -hmm. They know that you don't know that there are certain things you should have already done. And you don't, you can't fight what you don't know. That's you it. can't prepare for what you don't know. You can't plan for the unknown. So if you don't even know what you need to know, how can you go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the principal or the guidance counselor about information if you don't know the right questions to ask or that you even need to ask any questions? Mm -hmm. So when people like me start talking, because I do this for a living, I'm a professional educational consultant. Right? People retain me. I have a boutique educational firm. It's called Colorfully Educated. Mm -hmm. I work with organizations and parents. A lot of parents of color don't find the value in paying somebody to tell you something they think they can find on Google. And I've heard parents tell me, why would I pay you X amount of dollars when I can just go Google this? Well, you didn't Google it. And you so didn't know to go Google it until I said exactly. it. Exactly. When should people start working with you? Are you who, who they reach out to when Definitely. the children are ninth grade, seventh Definitely. grade? I, I, right now, am strategically placing myself in elementary schools to start working with parents about establishing your kid's academic foundation. Because it's levels to this to this crap, right? It's levels to this don't, shit. Don't, don't back up <laughs> yeah, with it now. I'll give it to it. Come on. It's levels to the shit. <laughs> yes. I am the per... I, I, so, in elements, so many of us don't realize that there's a way to support your child academically from K through fifth grade so that you're building this foundation. 
right? right? So literacy, mathematical skills, summer programs, you know, reaching out to colleges. All colleges have these little baby institutions where they are getting kids that are like in first, second, and third grade. That is important because now you're showing your kid your expectation, right? This is the expectation. Now, once they get to middle school, you're structuring the conversation around, well, what are you good at? Little boo boo, <laughs> right? I, yeah. I like to say little boo boo. What are you good at, right? Jaquan mm-hmm. or Ari. I will use my son. My son's name is Arenze. All right. <laughs> I'll use him. We call him Ari. What are you good at, Ari? What do you want to be when you grow up? And when they start telling you that in the sixth grade, you need to start setting up opportunities for them to do that. So if, if Ari says, Mommy, I think I like, I don't know, um, drawing. Drawing. Then you start reaching out to people that you know that might have friends that are artists in various capacities. And you let Ari sit with them. If your kid thinks he wants to be a dentist or she wants to be a dentist, you don't have to look very far. Not all of us have somebody in our Rolodex as a dentist. I mean, we do, those of us sitting here, you know, but a lot of parents don't. But guess what? Doesn't your baby see a dentist every quarter for their teeth cleaning? Oh, they should. And if they don't, you need to start today. We but look, we looking talk at you. to them dentists, doctors, you, I mean pediatricians. Me. You know, they love whenever you say, can my kid come sit with you? Even if it's for a day. You don't have to wait on some organization to create a program for your kid to get involved in. You create the damn say program. You create the opportunity. Period. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't stress that enough. So we're getting toward the end, and I want, there's one more thing. I want you to go a little deeper on the questions or the objectives of the goals that a ninth grade visit oh, yes. versus okay. a 10th grade visit might be. Arm the yeah. people mm-hmm. with that type of information so they can look at it with the right lens. So, a ninth, so, <laughs> so in the ninth grade, you are going to visit colleges or do your research on places that are safe for the family, right? Financially. Because the the ninth grade is the time to set the tone for how much can we afford? What is my credit limit, right? We don't talk about that in 12th grade. So in the ninth grade, these are what's safe for our family. We mm. want you to kind of stick around the $40,000 a year price point. And those are the institutions we're going to start looking at and attending, right? So you start there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 10th grade, you know, because in ninth grade, you really don't know your child's academic capacity just yet. Right, because they're, they're really as, just hitting those big challenges. And you're just hitting it. You yeah. know, AP, IB, yeah. honors, you don't really know yet, right? So by the, so you go on a couple visits, you're just going there to see, so your kid can see this is college. This is what college looks like. But of course, if you follow my rules, you would have already, they would already have seen a college. But at this point, you're making their list a reality. So we're going to, we're going to go to one of these schools on their list, Tennessee State. All right, let's go to Nashville. Pack up the car. We're going to Nashville. We're going to Tennessee State. And we're going to just look. 10th grade. All right. PSAT time is coming. PSAT is very important. Don't let anybody tell your kid that this is just a time to practice. Oh, just gonna just take the PSAT and just it's just practice. It means just nothing. see where you are. The PSAT is just as important as the SAT because this is how 
your kid is weeded out at their high school mm. and for the type of institutions that they think they want to go to. That score data gets shot out to all the colleges and they look at the scores that they target. And oh, that's really? how you get kids who start getting mailed. You know, somebody might say, my 10th oh, grader getting mail from FAMU. That's where the recruiting for the wide receiver baby. starts at. That's okay. Same yeah. thing. Gotcha. Those PSAT scores, the kids who say, my guidance counselor, they, be in my, they, they come to my class to get me all the time. My guidance counselor is taking an interest in me. The PSAT scores is kind of what tells the guidance counselor who's ready for advanced placement courses, who's ready for honors, and who's not. Mm. So PSAT, black people, important. is important. All right? So 10th grade. Now well, your you... whole accent came out when you said, <laughs> is it important? <laughs> yeah. She's passionate about right. this shit. Because so, <laughs> right. there's levels to this shit, okay? Right. We're right. on these levels. Right. So in 10th grade, you are still exploring this list. You got a little bit more understanding of what your child wants to do. 11th grade is all about where are the schools that you are trending for based off of your scores on the PSAT, mm, all right? Gotcha. And what schools have or are known for what your child has said by this point they want to major in or they want to pursue mm -hmm. in college. So you're only looking at those institutions that are, that have engineering, that mm -hmm. have art. Right? That right. have sociology. Because not all of them do. Right. Parents make the mistake of thinking that a university is an institution that has every major known to man. That's not the case. Right. <laughs> right? And when you get to the, am I on 11th? 12th grade. 12th grade, at this point, top three. All right? So target those three schools. Your target reach and safety schools. You are definitely visiting those. You are definitely like, I we can afford this. We 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 know we've we are only looking at schools we can afford. By this is these are the forty thousand dollar schools, right? You got your forty thousand, your twenty thousand, and your ten, right? Mm -hmm. So your high, medium, and low, and that's what you do, and that mm -hmm. will help you to really ensure that your kid doesn't feel that you or your child doesn't feel stressed because there are so many parents that walk around like, damn. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My baby done fucked around and got into Harvard. I can't afford this. Mm. <laughs> you know, they, they can't. But your baby should have already known that Harvard wasn't something that they could do if they didn't get a full ride. Right, right. So right. we should all be prepared for that. I love how you broke that down. So, yeah. And it's all in the book. Yeah, it's all in the book. Parenting for college. <laughs> it's every last thing is in the book. Even how you can finance it. I have a whole chapter devoted to how do you finance. And I'm not talking about like credit cards and loans, but what are the different ways to fund this outside of the scholarship? Because guess what? Damn, your baby didn't get no money. Now what? I'm glad you said that because I've been scouting banks. I was going yeah. to rob me a motherfucker. <gasps> Not hey, college is expensive. It's very expensive. There are different strategies in place. And a lot of people think that if you do not have a 529 plan, which is a college fund, by the time your baby starts walking, you are behind the eight ball. It is not too late to even start a college plan in the sixth grade or seventh grade or eighth grade. At least mm. you have something on it. Yeah. It ain't nothing. And yeah. it's tax deferred. You can start at that point. 
Um, you can start looking at organizations. Um, when your kid is doing these summer bridge programs, a lot of them have scholarships built into it. So a lot of times you guys are focused on the, think about the athletic programs. You guys, it's, it's a strategy to that. Your kid is going to certain athletic programs because right. your goal is that what? They get into an institution or a college. And they trying to build rock. their skill, they expose them to their marketability. Same thing with academics. You're yeah. exposing them to become marketable to the people who write checks. It's amazing to think that, damn. We have such this this big outage that we're not thinking about academics the same nope. way we're thinking about athletics. And you should. Oh, and they go together. pay us back significantly Duh. more than do my, athletics. I'm married to somebody that that happened to. My husband went yeah. to Cal on a fo football scholarship. He has a Nigerian daddy who pretty much was like, I'm not going to no games. We don't do football. <laughs> you do smarts. Right? Uh, I mean, literally. His right. dad just didn't support that. Yeah. Um, he, he was like, I knew I was good because I got the scholarship. But I got a partial scholarship, right, mm -hmm. to Cal. I'm from Oakland, so it's like, you going to Cal, yeah, you know. So, you know, UC Berkeley, for those people who don't know, University of South California, Berkeley. And he got a partial scholarship for football, and then he got a partial for academics because he was smart. He went to the first game, got hurt. Mm -hmm. Done deal. You was already mm -hmm. a third, fourth stringer anyway. And today so that he is a nothing. doctor, not a and linebacker. And there you go. Yeah. Right? right? And he doesn't have any undergraduate loans because he was strategic enough to say, if football doesn't work, I still got my academics. Yes. Yeah. And now he's he want? Athlete. Does he want an undergraduate loan? Because I've got a son <laughs> in just a few years. <laughs> right. It takes, a so, it takes a village. It takes a village, right? He's feeding kids in Africa right now, right? <laughs> but no, so I tell my students that story all the time because it's key. You can do both. There yeah. are plenty of athletes that are smart and, um, you know, have a, a strong athletic ability. There are plenty of athletes that get double scholarships, academics and athletics. Mm. Your child can be one of them. Shoot for it. Yeah. Why you not? Think, you, so it, this is crazy. Do you think it's time for us to stop putting so as black people? Stop putting so much emphasis on fucking sports. I mean, no, I'm not even saying that. This is what I'm okay. saying. If your baby ain't getting recruited by the time they in hell, shit, what, 10th grade? When they start recruiting these little boys? Ninth? They, you know what I'm saying? They started in junior high, yeah. some of them. If come you ain't now. got a letter by 10th grade, come on, stop it. Yeah. Come on. And one thing, I just read an article. I write for the AJC as well. I write for the educational column in the AJC. What? And so... <laughs> <laughs> They just did an article about super teams, how parents are pulling their kids out of these youth leagues and even their local high schools and middle schools and allowing them to play on these super teams. Of course, LeBron James' son, some of the other yeah. athletes, their sons, uh, D. Wade's sons, they play on these super teams. But guess, AA, what is it called? AAU teams, that costs money. Our really good friends, they're soccer buffs. Their kids play soccer. They go to Europe. They're spending five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars mm. for these teams. Well, guess who can't afford that? The kid who needs to be at the rec center. Mm -hmm. But guess what? A lot of colleges now are recruiting from the AAU teams that your kid is not on because you can't afford it. So it's the same game. It's all about money. It's yeah. all about access. So if you ain't got no money, you need to be focused on these academ these academics. Academics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to be focused on I these academics. Agree. That so might be the title of the episode. Academics. <laughs> Academics. <laughs> like yeah. that? So I'm just saying. So it's again, you just gotta know where you guys fit. 
everybody's yeah. kid is not going to be um, recruited for UGA or yeah. Clemson or whatever these SEC. You're right. Most of them will not. And if by the 10th grade, I, I'm not a sports person, so I'm hearing in the room is about ninth, 10th grade where you really got a good feel for if you're going to get to that, that full ride to Georgia. <laughs> If you're not getting that, then I'm going to need you to make sure you do the damn thing in high school. And I got it in my book. I can tell you how to do it. Cool. I say shit. Listeners, stop fucking with the sports. <laughs> Focus on education. Sports is secondary. I mean, and if you win, primarily, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, to me, the fallback Correct. is sports. Your fallback game got to be You strong. can still be great at sports, but you can be smart. Two. Two. All right, little, smart, you say little Jimmy fumble, didn't even have the ball. Didn't he have a ball? I'm just saying. He had a ball, right. right. Niggas not going to college on us. A... Let me stop. Maybe I'll be cold. I'll be, I'll be nice. <laughs> yes, academics, college is not for fucking sports. Hmm. You just do that secondarily. But then it makes me sad about all the kids who get in to the to the best damn football program. Right. And they had that whole NCAA thing where them babies couldn't read. Right. Mm. So now, so now what? You so you don't make it to the league. Right. Now you, you ain't got to do the loan debt, but you didn't make it to the league. What you going to do, do now? Well, so you grown now, so you are officially a dummy. You, you, you're a dummy. <laughs> Literally. Like, you ain't got <laughs> right. no pad. Your shit <laughs> right. is like, damn, yeah. I did all this. Yeah. Now, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. You got to teach your... You got to definitely, you know, make sure your kids have the best opportunity to optimize their success. Absolutely. I'm not hating on sports. Yep. I'm not banging all out athletics. But what I am saying is that you should make sure that you have an insurance policy. Absolutely. Whatever I, that I insurance agree. policy is. And I'm only being overdramatic on sports just simply because we are overdramatic about sports. <laughs> we are. We are. And we, we are. need to really refocus. Sports, it, it is an avenue, but it is only an avenue for a small percentage. Yeah. We do need to be focused on academics because that is the way that we will actually get there. Right. Dr. O'Coley, this has been amazing. Thank you. We appreciate you. So, appreciate in closing, you. we always hand over the mic to our guests. Mm -hmm. Let you close out. Tell the people whatever it is that you want to tell them. Make sure you tell them how to how to find you, how to contact you, how to follow you. And listeners, you know everything she says will be in the episode description, so you don't have to write it down. And that book. <laughs> and that book. It's all on you, If you're black, you better get this damn book. <laughs> If you white, yes, and you know somebody yes. black, buy them the book. Right. Yes. I, I, this is not a black book, but I'm saying this is, you're talking about access. You need this book. Come on now. So to close, I started off by saying who I am, what my background is, and I'm going to close by doing the same. My name is Dr. Sonia Schuler O'Coley. I am a former chief academic officer and college dean of academics. I am also a parent education coach and a college strategist that is out here ensuring that you understand how to make sure that your baby graduates from kindergarten and college. I have a book that's out telling you all the secrets, the behind the curtains advice that you probably have never heard of because I don't want you to get to the end of your child's educational journey and say, I wish I had heard this years ago. So I'm giving it to you now right? The game is to be sold, not told. So that's why I got the book that's on sale. Um, how you can reach me. Uh, you can reach me on Instagram at askthecollegedoc. And that's A-S-K-T-H-E-C-O-L-L-E-G-E-D-R. Same thing on Facebook, same thing on Twitter. 
if you want to read my blog, I blog about all things that are going on in the media and about little things I find out, scholarship tips or advice. And that's on my website. And that's drsonyaokoli.com. And that's D-R-S-O-N-Y-A-O-K-O-L-I. If you are a parent or if you are a youth minister or you have a youth organization, if you're a guidance counselor at a high school or middle school, or you are somebody that is an educational stakeholder in any capacity and you need assistance with how to build youth programs that are focused and and have a priority for college access, I am your girl. Please make sure you reach out to me because I can tell you and show you how to build programs that are impactful and that ensure that your youth get to college, period. (laughs) Cool. Well, I'm going to step in real quick. I'm going to translate for I am a doctor. I've been in school a long fucking time. I know a whole lot more than you do. I'm here to help. Come fuck with me. Gonna use that soundbite on mine because I can't say that, you know. <laughs> right. and, and get the damn book. Right. Stop get it. It's fourteen ninety nine. Get the book. All right, brother. You got anything, man? And I love it. You you've you've inspired me to make sure that my girls Aww. are even greater. Yes. From an educational yeah. standpoint in their path. Good. I know I already worked on getting the book. So, boom. You got right. the book already. You know me, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I got a damn sale, right? While I was sitting here. Look at God. Look at God. Wow, Black. Peace. We out. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.